Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Daryl Glassford coming right back at you here from Pop Culture Cosmos. The Lakers Fast Break, Inside Sports Fantasy Football Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, 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 please give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. It is truly appreciated. Plus, if you can also support our friends at Thrive Fantasy, the leader for daily fantasy sports for the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, PGA, and eSports player props, please do so by either downloading their great app today on one of the app stores, either Apple or Android, or you can head on over to thrivefantasy.com where you can go ahead and check out all the info right there on how you can go ahead and sign up today, be part of the action and fun at thrive fantasy and i'll tell you what also as well we got a little little code there for you if you type in the letters on your first deposit in the checkout lfb that's lfb when you go ahead and put in your first deposit they'll match it dollar for dollar up to 50 dollars as long as your first deposit is 20 dollars or more that is again thrive fantasy a great place to go for daily fantasy sports sign up and prop up today all right, I just want to go ahead and thank everybody for listening and watching out there. It's Gerald Glasser coming right back at you here. I do want to tell everybody out there, if you're interested, speaking of fantasy, not only there's Thrive Fantasy out there, but on Sunday, 4 p.m. Pacific, we're doing our own free ESPN Fantasy Basketball League. So if you're interested, we're still looking for teams out there. If you're interested, go ahead and come on over to ESPN Free Basketball League. Go ahead and find out the information today at Lakerholics.com. Just look for the article that says right there how to go ahead and join up. It'll have the link right there for you. Just type in your email and information like that. And we're going to run our live draft on Sunday at 4 p.m. Pacific. As we record the Lakers fast break, you will hear the moans and the groans of me saying, yes, I picked a great player. Or no, I tipped in whatever round that I'm choosing there, right there for Lakers fast break. So hopefully you'll get a chance to join us in the ESPN Free Basketball League right there for you for fantasy basketball right there from all of us at Lakers fast break. Well, the Lakers tonight ended their preseason, I guess, on a high note. The scrubs were in there, so you know at the very end uh, they decided to go ahead and put all the scrubs in there. So we were lucky enough to manage to squeak out, squeak out at one fourteen, one thirteen win. But that's not the point. Really, what's the point is is that there were some good performances today by Anthony Davis, 
And LeBron kind of looked somewhat interested today for a little bit anyway, <laughs> for a little bit. But there's some things we need to talk about when it comes to tonight's game. And again, it's a win for the Lakers. And to do that here today, I'm going to go ahead and start with the birthday boy himself. He matches my IQ. It is the man in the shadows at this time of the night for him. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at Lakerholics.com. It is the magic man indeed. It is Sean Grice. And Sean, happy birthday from all of us here at the Lakers Fast Break and Lakerholics.com. We truly wish you have a great one for you out there. But first off, your thoughts on the game today. I mean, I don't know how much you can take away from uh, the last preseason game, but we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and try and do that anyways. Well, first of all, Gerald, thank you for the birthday wishes. Uh, <laughs> let's hope twenty twenty one is a lot better than twenty twenty. Yeah. Amen. Uh, amen. Amen. As for the game tonight, I mean, Anthony Marshawn Davis. What can you say? I mean, I wasn't expecting. You know, he's happy when he goes ahead and puts in his middle name. You know, he's happy. Yeah, very, very much so. Go ahead. You're all set. Yeah. No, no. I was just, I was just going to say. I mean, you know, Phoenix got out, jumped out to that like torrid pace, and I didn't think there was any way we were coming back. I actually had plans to turn it off at halftime, and <laughs> and the first five minutes when we're like down 20 anthony davis decides yeah we'll just we'll just run it up and get it down to like five right. of course <laughs> that's all the way, yeah, the, way so, the way it gets on yes but go ahead so i mean no i'm i'm expecting a lot of that this year actually uh, I, I it wouldn't surprise me i'm back to backs if teams just try and do this just try and run us out of the gym and I think, you know, with a guy like AD and now bringing on a guy like Schroeder on board, I don't think any lead is safe with us offensively from an offensive perspective. And I think we can play a brand of defense that gets enough stops to get us back in games if we get down like this. So, I, and my goodness, that that lineup of Alex Caruso, THC, Guzma, Mantras, Harrell, and AD, that was a beautiful lineup. I wasn't expecting that, but from an experimental point of view, great mm -hmm. job because I want to see more of that lineup. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely want to see more of that lineup. Kind of still concerned about some height issues because Phoenix did try to play big tonight with both Jalen Smith and DeAndre Ayton in the lineup. Kind of uh, hampered the Lakers from time to time. And it kind of forced Harold to do some things maybe that's not best suited for his game. But other than that, like I said, there's not a whole, whole lot you can go ahead and complain on because Davis looked great. Uh, he looks like he's ready for the season. MVP possibly? You never know. At least Defensive Player of the Year looks like he'll be the favorite going into there because I know the writers probably are sick and tired of going ahead and voting for Atentacumpo each and every year, and then he doesn't guard the main player in the playoffs, but we won't talk about that. But I want to go ahead and reach out to five great things right now because he's the man right there for you when it comes to five great things that you see each and every time out when it comes to Lakerholics.com. It is Jamie Sweet. Welcome back, my friend. I know it's been a little while since you hung around with us, and I'll tell you what, it was something that was good game, like I said, some good signs. Got off to a terrible start, but yeah. it seems like with this team, the Lakers, like Sean said, 
the Lakers are never really out of it. No, I mean, any team that hangs its head on defense the way the Lakers do is going to have a shot. If As long as they're within – if there's 10 minutes and 20 points to score, I, I give us – I, 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 I still like our chances against – especially like a team like Phoenix. You know, there's, there's a lot of hype around Phoenix, but they haven't shown anybody anything yet. They haven't proved anything yet. Uh, preseason is preseason. You know, everybody's – this is going to be an especially weird preseason because it's so short and so close on the heels at the back. So a lot of the issues, one of the things I found interesting about the preseason in general this year is, or I should say this season as we've had over a year of basketball just completed. Uh, one of the things I found interesting is how some guys are really just do better with less rest, uh, with less time between the end of the season and the start of the next season. Um, some guys look like they're shot just, you know, KCP is, is somebody who I have always felt like is a notoriously slow starter. And I don't know if it's the contract and he's feeling comfortable, if it's the short rest, if it's the fact that he's now an NBA champion, a little bit of all of the above. He looks like he's in midseason form, which is great, is a great thing for the Lakers. Uh, one thing about this game, I do hope that uh, Mikael Bridges is all right. Uh, that, was a, that was a bad spell he took. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think it was a dirty play, however, how it's already being labeled dirty play. It looked like he jumped across LeBron's leg and fell over. It I didn't, doesn't look like LeBron drifted into his path or any kind of that sort of thing. So, I mean, it just looked like one of those basketball plays that happens in basketball, and sometimes a guy gets hurt and you go, well, that's that's not cool. Um, but so regardless uh, of what the per- perception of the play is, uh, I do wish him well and, and hope he's not seriously hurt. Because uh, that's really the goal of any preseason game is everybody gets out of it and can play <laughs> the next game in a you know in a relatively healthy manner for a professional athlete and that's the that's the big grade I get out of this Laker preseason is uh, a plus for nobody getting hurt. Um, Absolutely, and that, the cheap shot I thought a little bit cheaper shot was the one that Harold took on Booker later in the game. I thought that might have been more. Or kind of not the greatest thing right there for you. You don't want to start the season off with suspension. And obviously it didn't get to that point, but that was kind of a little bit more shakier than the one against Bridges. We got some guys with some, 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 you know, we got some chip in the team, man. We got some chip in the team, some chip and some chirp between uh, Trey and uh, Schroeder and and the guys who we already had here that are gritty. Uh, Yes. Oh, Sean's there. He, yeah, he, he's, he's got a lot of grit right there too. Yeah. He's got a lot of little chip right there for you as well. Okay. Well, hey man, we all got yeah, a little you chip. Know, he, he turns a new year and look at that. He's got a little bit more of attitude right there. That's right. That's goodness. right. I love it. Uh, feisty, feisty, Sean, calm down, calm down. Never. But, but I'll tell you what, it's going to be something that is going to be very interesting because we will actually have an extended Lakers round table. One of our, more, I guess, uh, one of our last ones, per se, of the preseason. Actually, will be our last of the preseason of the entire break because the season will be upon us, and that will come Sunday live at 4 p.m. Pacific time on Sunday. So please join us for that. But right now, I want to go ahead and bring on the man, the mastermind of Lakerholics.com. Who knows where the site's going to next because I don't even know. It is my good friend, indeed. It is Mr. Laker Tom, the mastermind, indeed. And Laker Tom... I mean, like I said, a win's a win, and we'll take it. And obviously, you can't take a whole lot from it. Uh, I know we're going to go touch on Kyle Kuzma here in a sec, so stay away from Kyle Kuzma because we're going to go ahead and really go in depth on Kyle Kuzma here in a sec. But I want to hear your thoughts on how the Lakers performed today. I think you got to be pleased that AD is rounding out into form. 
Well, it was. Uh, it's a pretty remarkable game. I think this is a six out of seven from three for AD. The team shot fifty three percent, fifteen out of fifteen out of thirty, or fifteen out of twenty nine shots. Um, you know, it's kind of. It, it was like a like a repeat of the other game that we played them on Wednesday. You know, we start off the game, and and I swear I thought Javale was still playing center. We were down by 20 points, just like we were in the first game. You realize, though, with JaVale, we did win quite a few games. Oh, well, I don't know. Mark better start performing or else, I'm, you know, I'm going to be looking at those stats for the starting lineup. Or well, you're going to be hearing it from me about how they should have gotten Ibaka, how they should have gotten Ibaka. I don't think you really well, I, I don't think that much of Ibaka, but uh, I think yeah. that, I think that uh, Gasol will be a better match. But we definitely are still seeing some of our key players. Not in shape, if you will. I mean, Braun must have turned, I don't know how many turnovers he had. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to look at the uh, – I got behind in the game and I was fast-forwarding through every uh, commercial trying to catch up because I knew Gerald was going to be on my butt to get started eight, right Tom. after the game ended. Eight turnovers, Tom. Eight turnovers? Jeez, no. it looked like it. I, That's it a preseason game for you. And the missed bunnies by various people in the team were just yes. incredible. But uh, I tell you, you know uh, – when this team gets its mind down to go out there and play the kind of defense that we can play, uh, there was a string there in that third quarter that we just totally shut down. Their players, just, the, the Suns just did not know how to attack. Um, and it was it was a terrific display of defense. Because uh, the player, well, got to remember, it's also an issue with experience. Chris Paul goes out of the game. They don't yeah. have the kind of experience well, to back up it. And one of the problems I think the Suns have is they don't have the depth the Lakers have. You put the that's Lakers true too. I'm just, but it's also on the floor against the Suns' second team, and they can shut them down very uh, easily. No, I, I agree with you there, but it's also a matter of experience. There's a lot of youth on that team. A lot oh, yeah. of youth. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I, I agree with I agree with what Gerald's saying. I think ultimately that's what Phoenix is going to have to live with because there's going to be a lot of ups and downs this year for them. Yeah. So they're going to have, they're going to have difficult times scoring when Paul's out of the game because book is a good facilitator, but they really don't have a secondary facilitator. They've got no. some good three-point shooters, so they were they were raining no, no, threes early in the game. And Booker I is mean, I on must have screamed and, and over and over on the first of down the... to twelve points, and they would hit a three, and it was just yeah. like we couldn't get over the hump on that. No. And Booker's on the verge of being a top fifteen, even close to being right. being a top ten player. Maybe not this year, but next year you probably could consider him uh, one of the best players in basketball. I, I, I really think he's uh, going to get there. a little what hyperbole a for a glass no, no, half empty no, guy. He's borderline. He's, he's, he's so he's good. Borderline. He's borderline. He's good. He's really he is good. really good. He's an all star. He's not a superstar. You think he's top 10? Not he's yet. Got, I didn't not, say not, I said he was yeah, on his he's way. There. That's the truth. You got to be top 10 to be a superstar. Don't take my quote out. Don't really top five. He's not top five. He's like top five. He's a, top five. He's, a top, he's a top five guard. Yeah, I didn't say. I well, said he's, he's sure on his way. I, I think am. he's. I think he's on. He's a top twenty player now. I think by the end of the year, he could be on the fringe. Top twenty, of the top and not 10. a superstar though. 
I, hold on. I said, I'm the, uh, by the end of the year, if he plays well to his capabilities, and he's, you know, obviously he's growing into that role as a playmaker, as a distributor. And I'd, I'd trade DHD for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And he almost said that. I might even, I might even throw in Caruso. Oh, oh, by all means. You're going to, you actually now these days want to throw what you, what, you know, what, you, what you need to do is trade for uh, McGee so that you can put McGee in a THT Caruso McGee trade for Booker because oh, I don't see fair. how that doesn't get it done. No. I just don't a- see Anyways, I don't to, see a GM. We'd have, include, we'd have to include a draft choice for them to take McGee. I'm just saying that Booker is on his way to being a, a player that in a couple of years people uh, were really going to recognize and uh, and really not at his peak. I'll give you that. Yeah, I didn't say he's there yet. I didn't say he's there. But anyways, I, go ahead, Sean. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, yeah, Gerald. I was going to say I think uh, a good analogy for um, Booker's trajectory is what Bams was last year. Agreed. I think Book has a chance to to fall into Bam's category in the guard position. Top 15. Yeah. This year. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, very, that's very realistic for him. That's very realistic for his growth. Uh, I, I don't see him at that, you know, where you're talking about, uh, you know, like that next group of players that are on the verge and obviously going to be talked about as a fringe MVP, if not MVP candidates, like Tatum is being talked about as MVP. Also, as well, you're talking about, uh, you know, going on Luca in Dallas. He's the favorite right now for the MVP. Mm-hmm. I mean, those players, Donovan Mitchell, Luka, or... Donovan Mitchell could, you know, if Utah has a great season, he's going to be looked at. Damian Lillard, those players are the MVP players. He's not there yet, but right. you see that, that you could see that type of trajectory happening at some point in time for him. That's all I was trying to say. I don't look at his, also, <laughs> I don't look at his top 15 players in the league because that kind of, if, there's too much of a just dichotomy of like what the players bring. I look at a top five players of position and I think Devin Booker is certainly a top five shooting guard in the league. Uh, and mm, is going to, you name, name four five, or seven better shooting guards than Devin Booker. Like if the oh, list I, is I, that I think you can name, you can name four of them easy, four or five of them very yeah. easily. I mean, I think he's better than DeRozan. The better way to the better way Paul to judge George, him. No, wait. Harden, the better way to Paul judge George, him is Harden, Paul yep. George. Who would you name after that? Technically, Harden plays point guard. Devin Booker. Yeah. Booker. I, I, so I, 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 Book's top five. He's man. a one-way player. No, he's another he's, factor. He's, he's a one-way he, player. He, he, he's a distributor. Well, again, these are the areas of his game that he's going to improve upon. Exactly. So, also, he makes he really plays, fouls, offensive and, fouls, left and right. Not, he's not really a He's not really a proven product at this point in time. I didn't say he the better was. Way, the better way to judge him is to he's look at a, his he's age. He's got a lot of feeling left. He's look at his age and left. judge him against the peers of his age. Because when you go get him up against the guys that are 28, 29, 30 years old, who are who are really proven players in the league, he doesn't stand up at this point in time because he is just a one-way player. He's still immature. He still makes silly mistakes. Um, he's got great potential. He's a great shooter. He's a great offensive player, but he hasn't really taken his team anywhere. You, you got to compare those things. He's not. He's. I just said he's know, on his too way. Too much hype I did for not, him, and not enough. Not enough fact to back up the hype at this point in time. I'm just I'm, saying I see the well, potential with him. I, That's all I said. I, mm-hmm. I remember Kobe being Bryant writing 
be legendary on his sneakers, and then I don't know about eight months later, didn't he put seventy on the Celtics? So I mean, it, it's he it's can a back good trajectory, man. He can back it up, and it's a good trajectory to be on. And I, th- you know, I think the same reasons that we're talking about the challenges that the Phoenix Suns face are challenges that he'll have to be instrumental in overcoming. And if he if he does something this season, like knock Phoenix out of the playoffs or some other team that's been a perennial playoff contender with other guys who are considered better than him, it's going to change the narrative right there. And there won't be any going back. He has to do that to change it. Do you think think Phoenix is a playoff team? That's a good question right now. Absolutely. 100%. If they are, it's number eight. (laughs) Well, I said it on my NBA season preview with Rafael Barlow where I thought they were at. What what was your answer, Gerald? Uh, I think they're right on that fringe. I agree with Laker yeah. Tom. I think they're right on the fringe just because the West is so loaded West and a lot of things yeah. have to go, go right not, for them. Yeah. I so think that's it depends on Aiton. I think he's still, they're still high he's still really a I kid think, that. Go ahead, Sean. Go ahead, Sean. Questionable game. Yeah, no, I, I, think, uh, I think they're high end is to succeed, and that's where I, I put them. I think their low end is that eighth play in. I think they'll make the play in tournament. We'll see if they 100%. advance further. Yeah, I think they'll that. do that. That's yeah. tenth. But okay. But uh, like DeAndre, so DeAndre Ayton averaged eighteen and ten with no point guard. So with CP three, he should take a step forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the big thing with Phoenix really isn't now how Ayton plays or really how uh, Booker plays. I think it's really CP3. If he can repeat last year and play that well, then they they then they will be then they'll make the playoffs and lead. Otherwise, they're probably in the play-in tournament and lead. If CP3 can lead the team the way and take the reins a little bit, like and they stay did healthy, well, especially when they get to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that I think for that team, just getting into the playoffs would be a huge thing. Just because right. I mean, it's it's Phoenix, right? Like you know, there's yeah. not like legacy there. There's not like you know, the legacy is hey, Mike D'Antoni coached here for a while, and Steve Nash right, is good. Right. <laughs> yeah, but I think they get Kevin, Kevin, John, Kevin Johnson was there because of the bubble, and and the problem is, yeah, the bubble is really a unique situation, and the way they played in the bubble. Um, they're one of those teams that I don't think is as good as they played in the bubble. I disagree. Just like I don't think the Heat were as good as they played in the bubble. Um, and I disagree with that. But I, I mean, I well, you look good. at where people are projecting the Heat this year. Most people are not projecting them in the top four in the East. They weren't top four last. As year. a matter of fact, nobody was. And yeah. that's where they were last year. They no, weren't they were up four knees. They were fifth. No, but, they were fifth. Yeah, they that's were fifth. much. I feel like that's as much an organizational choice as anything. Like there's a there's a there are, there are franchises that understand the difference between kicking a lot of butt in the regular season, like how Milwaukee's been doing consistently, and then having a plan to succeed after that. And that's, that's the first what, time I've seen the Heat in the playoffs it, in a long time do anything. Well, so, yeah, but they've been besieged. They've been besieged by injuries. <laughs> okay. Besieged by injuries, besieged by bad play, besieged by bad decisions. You know, I mean, oh, well, oh. They're, they're one of the teams that ex- they exceeded their what you would expect from them in a regular season, playing in an arena with fans, and and frankly, now that that may give teams like them an advantage. I mean, maybe the Heat will so, perform well in this season because we are looking at something similar to the bubble. 
there's empty nothing arenas without the pressure of the fans so, on you, you know. Well, it's a go ahead team. It's go a ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Sean, because we're going to go ahead and, and let you finish your final thoughts, and then we'll go ahead and talk about the Lakers as we finish the episode. So, because we just went yeah, way yeah, off yeah. the tent. <laughs> yeah, no, I, ju- I just wanted to, to point something out. Um, they, the NBA released uh, their GM survey. Eric Spolcher was voted the best in-game adjustment coach, the best motivator, and the best uh, development uh, developmental coach as well. So there's no disputing the fact that the Miami Heat do have the best coaching staff in the NBA. I, I do think they have the best conditioning. Nick Nurse has been working some magic in Toronto. That's all I say. And he's oh, got he, the championship as well. Frank Vogel should have got it last year. No, <laughs> no, he, he does. But I would put Spolster's three finals appearances up against Nurse's singular one. Yeah, that's true. I give you that. I give you that. And then I know I know Frank Vogel, this is his first. So, okay, for now. Let's see when when hopefully they'll repeat this year after maybe these GM's opinions will change a little bit. But well, who is who is the GM's opinion is going to win the championship, Sean? Uh, <laughs> I remember correctly, it's not. It's not I think it was like six six of them. Six of the ten people chose the Lakers, yeah. and then Giannis uh, got, Milwaukee got two votes, and then everybody else was a single yeah. vote. And then Giannis to repeat as MVP. Yes, I, I, I mean, saw the that. Clippers got one vote. It was probably Jerry West. <laughs> oh, phone, phone call. Phone, phone call. Phone call Jerry. Yes, Jerry's uh, in trouble, man. Jerry's yeah, in trouble. Yeah, slightly as at this point in time, according to what we're hearing and seeing nice. in the NBA, because of the allegations in regards to Kawhi Leonard and how they were able to secure they the put rights. Put a bag over the head of his statue in Los Angeles last night. No, 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 no. They did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. That's just, that's that's out of place. After all that Jerry West has done for the Lakers, I, I emulated my game against Jerry West, and I felt like yeah. I felt uh, like Jerry I, West. Jerry West. You, we always talk about and we always kid around about you know a god whatnot, but Jerry West is a basketball god. Uh, that's he, you know, he he might have or may or may not have done a mistake in this situation with Kawhi and all that, but well, he did. He made a mistake in the voicemail that he left. That's for sure. Well, that's yeah, and I, I get that, and and, the, and that was Jerry West. And, and the Anybody league, who's ever heard him knew it was him. And the league, and the league will take care of that. But again, fans shouldn't go, uh, you know, like that against you know all that he's done for the organization, and the fact the guy is the logo. You know, all he's done for the league. You don't, you don't put, you be putting bag on the head. That's just disrespectful to. Some, to I didn't say I put a bag on the head. I just said no. I just, did. I, I, I'm talking to that individual out there. I'm oh, not talking okay. to you. I, I know you didn't fly down from, you know, the San Francisco <laughs> area to go ahead and. Go I wouldn't fly and not in this. So, not so in why this are you here in Los Angeles, sir, sir? I'm going to go ahead and put a bag over Jerry West statue. No, I know you didn't do that. I and also, I'm going to dump Dwight Howard and Javale McGee. Dump, yeah, dump, yeah. dump. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we did dump. I'm going to make HD the starter. We dumped them. We're not going back. We're not going back. Well, let's get back to the team that Jerry West used to play for and used to be famous for, and that is the Los Angeles Lakers. Again, it's one 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 Well, one fourteen. Well, he's gone. You know what? The Lakers should have never let him. But that's it's like a guy who's had two divorces since he used to be our wife. Yeah. Uh, Well, you know what? Again, he should have never left. We should have never let him leave the organization. But well, it was him or Phil. You have to take it, make a choice at that point in time. 
I think uh, Jerry wanted to leave. I don't uh, think it was you know, money. Could, money could could have you know changed the whole type of deal. You know, enough money. You throw enough money, you get you get happy. But anyways, one fourteen to one thirteen victory today. It was it was like undefeated I said, Lakers. undefeated going in there. Is that an ominous sign? <laughs> we'll see what happens. But I want to go ahead and touch on the Kyle Kuzma issue. I mean, it's kind of like there didn't perform well tonight, but overall he did have a pretty good preseason. Actually, he's one of the standout performers. Yes, I know. THT it continued another great game today. He did. Very solid coming off the bench. Some great and, passes. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing, two though, that... Two from three. Yes, yes, we He's know. He's shooting yes. 60% from three now, Gerald. Well, okay, let's see that in the regular season. You know how you've seen exhibition... And then in the regular season, he'll say, let's see it in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's correct. Say, let's that's see it in the finals. Remember Rondo? Remember Rondo? Remember Rondo? I, I glass. Yeah, well, you're you're the glass half way too full. It's spilling off. Sometimes it spills off, and there you go. I have See? to fill it up. You're actually Jimmy's actually making it the uh, half full. It's making this it is, half full as we speak. This is the glass of reality. Yes, the glass of reality. But with THT, uh, you know, again, little bits of defense of issues, but you know, like I said, on offense, he's he's very smooth, a lot better. And if he can keep that stroke going, again. 33, 35% from three. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking for, for a God. Yeah, wow. Well, 36, 37. In his first full <laughs> year in the league, I'm not expecting that. But again, you know, it's, I think you're, you're putting too much on the kid right there. He's shooting 90% from the free throw line. Okay. This Gerald. is the exhibition season. Yeah. I'm yeah, not... but 90% from the free throw line, and he's had a lot of free throws. I'm gonna take this 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 meteoric rise of THT the way I take all things. Preseason was great. He, no, listen, no, listen. He did he did exactly what he he probably really really wanted to do. The staff and the people who work with him really really wanted to see him do this. The fans really really want to see him succeed. So he did exactly the best he possibly could do in the preseason. Now, do it again. That, yeah, I mean, that's, continue, that's, continue. That's, take that momentum. Will. That's what. Take those good vibes and produce in the regular season. What right. that's what, said that's what's, he said this dude's going to start for us I, next I year. I know you've said that it story might. three times on our podcast already. We get that. We've heard that. It's repeat on repeat mode. We get that he's going to be pretty good. We get that he could be really good. I'm you know, just we, saying. Let's go ahead and see. I would start him. If you want to go ahead, let's put him out there. Let's get him some minutes. Put him in I'd the start. i start him over Kuzma. <laughs> yeah. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now, and I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets, and they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention. Is it going to be enough, though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it. Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take things literally. So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. But that's the one I wanted to talk about, getting back to Kyle Kuzma, because exactly. that's what I'm going to actually close out the show with here today 
And Kyle Kuzma still doesn't have an answer or does not look like he's going to be getting an extension before the season starts. And unfortunately, that's going to this is right now is the last time that the Lakers will have a go to go ahead and have the chance to an opportunity to offer him an extension. So I ask you this. He's been starting for the team, which is something I think surprised a lot of people in this new set that they have out there with, you know, Gasol and KCP and then, of course, AD and LeBron. Your thoughts on Kyle Kuzma going forward for this season? I'm just like I said, for me, I don't think the team is going to go ahead and keep him long term. I just think at this point they don't see enough to go ahead and commit to. But, Jamie, I'm going to start with you. Your thoughts on Kyle Kuzma? I have a great affinity for Kyle Kuzma. He's done work. He's worked so hard on the defensive end to become a competent player on that end. After you and I know he was a matador for the first two years in the league, but I want to hear your thoughts on him. And I know it might be sad to see him go, but I think it's more and more likely that he will be probably leaving at some point from the Los Angeles Lakers, whether it's at the trade deadline or whether it's on the, in the off season. I think that that's a fair assessment, and I don't think it's anything to do with how anybody sees it. I mean, you know, he started tonight because Schroeder sat. Uh, I don't. I don't think he'll start. I think you'll see a starting lineup of Schroeder, KCP, LeBron, AD, and Gasol. Uh, I'll be surprised if you don't see that at least to start the season. If it doesn't work yeah. out, then you'll see adjustments and so on and so forth. And that's why I take things in twenty-game chunks, or in this case, it's going to be like in, I think it's eighteen-game chunks. Uh, well, because it's a quarter of the season, quarter of the season, quarter of the season, quarter of the season. season. Yeah, I mean, you just there's there's different parts of the season. Just the way the playoffs are different than the finals, and everything's got its own little vibe and its own little momentum, and so on and so forth. Um, I I think that Kyle Kuzma is the cautionary tale that Taylor Horton Tucker should should read and learn the gospel of because he he wouldn't have even be gotten be getting these opportunities now if his defense wasn't where he had gotten it to. Uh, if he was just relying on being an off-the-bench volume scorer who isn't very good at being a volume scorer, he wouldn't be getting these opportunities. He wouldn't be getting these minutes. He wouldn't have the role that he has now. It's because he worked on all the other little aspects of his game and brought them up to an acceptable level uh, that he is getting this opportunity now and still is considered a player with like ceiling. Um, you know, I don't think anybody at the beginning of last year penciled Kyle Kuzma in as at least average defender. And I, by the end of the season, I thought he was an average to, at times, an above average defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they put him on some guys who he was able to kind of, I won't say he locked him up, but he did what you're supposed to do as a defender, and that's make make life hard and funnel the guy where you're supposed to funnel the guy and, and just do your job. You know, don't 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 be the weakest link on defense. And he, he managed to do that. So... You know, you can have a step back shot. You can, you know, all those shots were available to Kyle Kuzma and he made them year one. Those shots dry up. People scout your strengths and they take them away. And they might not take away THT's strengths for two, three months, but they'll take them away. And that's that's when I want to see Taylor Horton Tucker show you. How do you counter? What do you do? What do you go to? How do you rise up? Like a true GHE. Uh, this is, I, didn't this say is, this I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you time. watch TV like. This is how professional. I don't. This is hey, what no, professional sports all about. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's a valid point. It's a valid point. It's, it's a valid not. point. It, it is. I'm making it. Uh, yeah, I mean, how come oh. wait, 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 wait. How come when he says it, it's a valid point, and when <laughs> I say it, oh, blah, 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 I don't know about hey, that. I, I think both at the top of this show are the GHEs and the bottom two shots 
or the GH. I yeah. don't know. I, I, he agrees with me a lot more than you want to care to admit. Myself. <laughs> well, sometimes I agree with you. You know, we all agree Jamie that. agrees with me. That's true. But the point is, is that possibly you, there's nothing wrong with being conservative about your estimates of players. Not if they check out Laker Hall. There's nothing wrong with being being optimistic about your. Player, I don't even see know. it as being. I don't even see it as being generous or optimistic or anything like that. It's just that's what professional sports is about. Like the adjustment to what you bring. And so this look, he's the flash in the pan right now. He and he's deservedly so. Like I said, he's done everything he was supposed to do. He sees the opportunity to the best possible ability that he could have done. It's what everybody would have wanted to see, but now it means nothing. It, it literally means nothing. Like you did it. Good job. Now you have to do it again. It means and a hell of a lot because he's now part of the rotation. I agree with Tom there because he's earned his way to at least getting minutes at the start of the season. Now it's up to him to keep earning those minutes and earn more minutes. Otherwise, if he goes and regresses, he's right back to the bench. So I want to get Sean involved in this. Sean, I want to ask you this when it comes to Kyle Kuzma. And thank you, Jamie, for your thoughts on Kyle Kuzma. Uh, go ahead and make sure you finish off that glass half empty. But I wanted to go ahead and talk to you right now. <laughs> and he's doing that right now on camera. Sean, I want to ask you this. When it comes to Kyle Kuzma, would you, if you had the power, you're in Rob Polinka's office, and he's sitting down and says, guys, gals, everyone around here, we need to make a final decision on whether or not to commit to Kyle Kuzma. Do you make it or do you not? <laughs> Happy birthday, my friend. That's how I feel. I think I would offer him a multi-year deal, but it I can't offer him more than like seven. So you're gonna low million. ball him. You're, you're gonna low ball. Yeah, him. he's not. He's That's not worth song. going above ten. He's not no. worth going above ten no. at all. And I and see, I don't. I understand that, but he sees. You know how how he sees himself. You understand oh, how he course. sees himself. Yeah, yeah, so I, that's, I just, that's not going to get far. Yeah, no. So what I think what <laughs> I think the two options at hand are: you qualify him for that fifth year in the summer and play it out, or you trade him. Those are the only two options left because and, and I, I don't I, think anyone. I think he needs to be considered as a package in a deal at the trade deadline because I think there's some certain issues in preseason that are kind of like nitpicking at me. And I've spoken about this off camera with Tom as far as some little concerns. And I don't mean that as from the glass half empty. He has shared those same concerns with me when it concerns a little bit as far as what we see from Marcus Saul, what we see as far as height and size when Marcus Saul is not on there. Uh, he's in the off the court just to the athletic ability. And I'm not saying I'm not bashing Marcus Saul in the size. Marcus Saul has had a great career, but we could only expect right now so much from Marcus Saul. And the fact we didn't get Dwayne Dedman maybe to pick up some of that slack or something similar to what Dwayne Dedman can offer is kind of concerning. So Laker Tom, I turn to you now. I think Sean has put that out there as far as him being a possibility of, you know what, we're not going to keep him long-term but he could become, if he plays well enough, become a core piece again as far as in trade talks. So I want to hear your thoughts on Kyle Kuzma and his future going forward for the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, See, it makes him think too. Makes him no, think it, too. It makes me think of what I'm going to say, that's all. Well, um, I mean, we all have a I think, I, Here's what I think about the Kuzma situation. 
Um, first off, I don't think most viewers really understand how difficult it is to play 11 guys. Um, even in a COVID situation where you could you could sit guys, sit a couple guys every single game and, and we're load managing, um, it's very difficult. So that's the first big strike against him. The second big strike is that his best positions are the three and four. <laughs> we got a guy named LeBron James and Anthony Davis playing the three and the four. But I have a different approach toward toward what I would do with Kuzma because I think what you want to do is you want to get value for him. And you can't get value for him when he's on a $3.5 million contract. And this is like Giannis, you know? I mean, it doesn't matter whether Giannis asks for a trade in a year. The Bucks are better off to have him under contract and to be able to then turn him into an asset that they can move than to not do that. And so in the case of Kuzma, I'd offer him, and he may he may turn this down, I'd offer him three years uh, at $12 million each, uh, $36 million bucks, because I think that he's going to be valued that on any other team that's out there. Um, and you're going to be able to easily package him in a trade, but otherwise you've got to throw him in as a, you know, almost as a sweetener in a trade. Because he's not worth enough to trade for anybody else that's out there for three and a half million. Because anybody else who's making three and a half million and the team is willing to trade him is somebody who just doesn't fit with that team or hasn't performed. His, his, so, his, if you gave him that deal, though, it wouldn't kick in until next summer. Hmm? Otherwise, you have to trade him at the trade deadline. I, I, Otherwise, I you gamble on being able to get a sign and trade, and you may not. And he's in that middle area where. Teams may not want to sign and trade for him. Go ahead, Sean. They may want to just sign him because there'll be going to be 20 teams with cap space next year. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. I know you want to talk to Tom. Because well, I'll just say this. It's so funny when Tom said that. I remain totally still. But Jamie's like squirming in his chair and his sofa right now. And Magic Man's just shaking his head. No. So go ahead, Sean. Go ahead, Sean. I just wanted yeah, to make sure no, that, was, that was on camera. Just wanted to make sure I'm not the one that's doing it this time. These guys are. So. No, I, I, I understand what Tom's saying in theory, but I mean, my God, it, it would take it would take Rob Polinka bringing in like Chinese or Russian spies <laughs> and forcing forcing another GM to take Kuzma's contract. At twelve million a year to make that work. Could Jerry West be I, on the call for that one? He could. <laughs> look at just go I, look at the guys I, making no. twelve million a year. KCP. So no, no, I, no, a lot I, of teams I, would I, find I, a guy I, who can I, play I, two, three, and four like Kuzma. All all Kuzma has to do is fix his shot. He shoots thirty six percent this year, and he's going to be a fifteen so million dollar a year player. If he shoots 38%, okay. his stats are exactly the same as Bogdanovich. Year three is fixing the shot, I'm wait, pretty sure. Wait, wait. So let me ask you guys a question. When I say the average NBA basketball player is, who would you say? Just throw out a name, like an average player. Wes Matthews. Okay. Well, but he's okay. older, so he's getting a low. He's and he's going for yeah. a ring, so he's he took a he took a minimum contract. That's a bad choice. How, how, how about Seth Curry? I was gonna do great. Mind I'd say they're like, about the same. Yeah, ten million dollar player, something like that. I'd say. 
Yeah. So who's a better player, Seth Curry or Kyle Kuzma? Curry. Depends on the team. For a lot of teams, Curry doesn't play defense. He's only a shooter. I agree with yeah, Tom on and, that one. And it depends on the need of the I, – I would equate both of them right around the same because it is – do you want someone taller that can play better defense and right. rebound or do you want okay, someone okay, that can go okay. ahead and get you a three-point shot? Okay, okay. But here's what separates Curry from Kuzma. Curry <laughs> is, is, is one of the greatest shooters in the world right now. He's probably a top 10 shooter in the world. So Kyle Kuzma doesn't have that on his resume. He doesn't do one thing particularly well. And in order to get paid. But it hasn't necessarily been his fault that he doesn't have that control. Right. But, 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 but he has to be able to, like, the guys who get paid now, you have to do one thing exceptionally well. He's a good player. I think he's a good seventh, eighth player off your bench. But he's not a sixth man. I, he's not the Swiss Army knife off the bench. I don't think you can you can um, blow your financial flexibility by, by spending money on him. I don't, There's I don't an NBA team that will pay him $15 million next year. And they'll be happy to have him. And they'll be happy to have them. And yep. that's, I think, I think that I, I, and, and there's a part of this conversation that we're not really touching on. And that's, I think, that, and Tom kind of touched on it. That, and that's that there's, there's no spot for him to shine. He, yeah. his best hope is to come off the bench and try to win six man of the starter. year. He needs to move. He's, he's, he's he might be a starter. I mean, it's it's hard to tell, right? Like he'll, be, best, a, he'll be, he'll be a starter for sure. His, his well, best team, I'll, I'll say this: when his shot is on, he's a starter. When his shot is off, he's an end of the rotation guy. It's right, just that right. say that about almost half of the league. Not Alex Caruso. <laughs> Not Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso is a key major key victor, and 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 you see him because he can't. You know, his, his defense his, speaks for yeah. itself. His defense—it's yeah. all—it's all on defense. It's all on because, making the right play. It's all on setting screens for the guy to get. Yeah. The easy what do you target. think? He'll get, what do you think he's going to get in his contract? Uh, he might be ten mil. That's when you have your analytics That's guys like Laker Tom probably the analytics right there for you about how much say, plus minus is right. I'd there. say seven to ten mil. I mean, if you it depends. I mean, if, when he's on the yeah. floor with LeBron, he's like a fifteen million dollar player. When he's on the floor with a bunch of nobodies. And that's probably yeah, but that right means he has more value with the Lakers than he does with other teams. And I think Kuzma's the opposite situation I because think that's he's stifled with the Lakers because that's 100% right. position. And other teams, listen, you sell his agent will sell him. He's got a little charisma. He he's has some big games. His agent yeah. will sell him, and there, there's going to be bidders out there that'll give him 15 a year, 12 for sure. It's I don't not mind problem to move a 12 million dollar contract on the guy. That's I don't the contract see. that lots of teams like. It's if, that middle contract that's easily moved. It's considered to be a tradable contract. It's not like the $20 million contracts or, God forbid, the, the super maxes for guys like Wall or, or oh, you know. I mean, Giannis is the only guy now who's got a super, con, who's got a super max deal who isn't, who isn't a trade liability, you know, that can only be traded right. to other super max guys. Right. I will say this. I'll say I'll add this one last thought on Kuzma. It's that I think that he, because he knows he's not going to get the chance to. He, he he's like Kobe when he was like trade Shaq, trade me. Uh, he he wants to go. I'll bet there's an offer in the numbers that we well, are. If you, if you don't, if you can't give him a, if you can't give him a role, 
<laughs> when you talk to the coach. Uh, well, that's what I mean. He, he, it's going to it's, it's hard to justify the cost that I'm sure he and his agent value him at. THT is taking so, his spot in the future roster. I mean, I, I maybe this year, maybe as soon as this yeah. year. It, it, you well, could I think he'll get traded if he's going to get traded at the trade deadline. Uh, well, they both might actually. To be honest, they both might They're have not to. They're going to trade THT. He's a clutch client, man. We'll see. And he's we'll got see. great it, it depends on the player, Tom. You got to say it depends. Yeah, on the it really depends on the player. If there's a glaring need that the Lakers suddenly have, and that the Lakers still need find a way to fill it, and that's the requirement of it, I don't think Rob. It'll only be for a superstar. It'll only be for a third superstar. I, I understand that. That's what I'm alluding to. Yes, yeah, they're, uh, not gonna, they're not going to trade him for another role player of any kind because <laughs> he's a star in the future. I think that's a given, Tom. I think that's a given. The way his his play is right now, I think everybody's infatuated with him. We'll see again. I think there's going to be good things in store for THD. Uh, you've really turned me around. I've got to give you a compliment here. Oh, yeah. the few I'll ever give, except for at the intro when I always give you a great compliment there. But uh, I will tell you last year a couple of times. So it's, you know, I mean, people can change your mind. That's okay. Yeah, and I'm changing my mind on THD. I see a lot of good things there. Again, will his shot be consistent? We'll wait and see. I mean, we always saw that with Rondo where it was great for the first time. So he would come back from an injury and then it would go south. And it only, you know, it took his concentration in full when it comes to the playoffs before it finally became something. Even though he jumps on the bandwagon, he still brings the knives with him. You see the stats. You got to cut the meat up, baby. You got to cut the the playoffs. The guy is unbeatable. Yeah. Playoff Rondo. That's all all he's there. You know, playoff Rondo. That's that's all they should sign him for, for all of his money, (laughs) just for the playoffs, just to play the playoffs. Because he's worth every penny in the playoffs. But 20, yes. 20, 25 games. Yes, exactly. Uh, I, I think I wouldn't, I'm also not too, I wouldn't be torn up if, if we simply lost Kyle Kuzman free agency. If we rolled with the team as it is, if there was no midseason trade, if they couldn't get a deal done and somebody offered him, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 mil, good job. You know what I mean? Thanks for your, exactly, Sean, 100%. Like, thank you for all that you've done. Uh, and, Good luck. So deep, it won't kill us. You're right on that. 100. percent Like you know, it won't be. It won't be the end of the world. Um, we won't be like, oh, how will we ever replace this Kyle Kuzma guy? We'll be like, all right, well, well he now he'll be a, he'll be a sweetener in the deal, and we'll move one of those 12 to 15 million dollar contracts that we've got. We've got tradable contracts this year. I mean, a KCP reverts back. I mean, we didn't last year. Last year we couldn't even. Agreed. At the end of the season, even at the end of preseason, we didn't have any assets left together. To make a contract because the guys we just signed in those twelve to fifteen dollar deal, fifteen million dollar deals, all had to wait until December before they could be traded. Right. No, I agree. Uh, so you know, Which the I Lakers think- will make a move. The Lakers will make a move for no other reason than, uh, and and here I'll I'll give you a compliment, Gerald. I, I think I do see the size issues, um, and I do think that we need another big. Um, I'm praying and hoping that that. Uh, the Indiana Pacers will get off to a horrible start, and Miles Turner will somehow become available. Uh, he's he would be great. Guy. He I'd would fill a lot of needs right there for you. I could, I could, I could trade Kuz and Kuz and a couple of other players. I could trade Caruso and Kuz and and uh, KCP, for example, for Miles Turner. Just be prepared, uh, Jamie. Uh, Tom is now trading Caruso almost every trade now these days. I, 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 had to, I had to skip through chunks of the Caruso's uh, worth money to people. If you've, got a, if you've got a good team and you understand the value of a guy like Caruso, then 
he's a valuable trading chip. Which and is exactly why THT has hurt Caruso's value on the team, future value, and he's hurt Kuzma's future value. I think he's hurt Kuzma's more than than. Oh, I, yeah, well, no, definitely because Caruso uh, Caruso has much. a need. Caruso feels a very strong well, and, need to have a team. Caruso, Caruso's a pure guard, either guard one or two, and THT is more of like a forward point forward type of a player. Th- THT is a better one and a better two offensively than Caruso will ever be. And he's well, I'm not talking about just offense. I'm talking about the whole basketball game. There's a whole other side of the court that they play on uh, half the game, and that's the part I also bring up from time to time. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I'm hoping who leads the team in preseason with steals. Uh, who's I, got the seven-one reach? Who's I, probably? Who's probably? Made, who did you just say? Who's also probably leading the team in minutes? Got his opportunity because of the team in minutes. Who's also probably leading the team in minutes? Tom, I understand he's in the, he won't play in the regular season. Well, let me say this, Jamie. Let me say this. With, with THT, it's just a matter of him learning. The rotations, the way I see he comes off of as far as screens on defense, I see him getting beat off the dribble a little bit more than I like to see. I understand we talked about as far as his size, his lack of speed against who he's playing, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, again, there's sometimes also issues as far as experience, understanding league. He's only 20, so let's go ahead and give him time to develop there. I, he's, I think played against, he's played against two teams in the preseason. Yeah, two teams. Uh, yeah, like so. let's come on, man. Like <laughs> there's a whole league out there. You he's going to be 11. Where do you think he's going to rank in minutes? Probably nine, seven or eight in nine, minutes. I'm thinking nine or ten. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, I. I don't think this is a a Pat Mahomes coming off the bench kind of situation. He's really good. He's a really good player. I think he's going to develop into a very, very good player. But you're right, Gerald. It's going to be baby steps with him defensively. And I think it's up to the Lakers coaching staff and particularly now the leader on defense, Anthony Davis, to help Kalen be put in positions to succeed. Because I think when it comes to the defense, it's going to be a situational thing with Taylor Horton Tucker. Whereas Alex Caruso is definitely going in in the final two minutes when we need to stop. Maybe. Not they did last year, but I don't know about this year. I'll you know, and here's the thing. If you talk if you listen to what the Lakers coaches have been saying about Taylor Horton Tucker. The reason, and, and Jamie almost said the same thing, the reason he's in the lineup right now and the reason he's getting rotation minutes is because of his defense. It's not because of his offense. I think it's because they want to see what he can bring. I don't think it's either or. It's what is what what can he do? It has nothing to do with – I mean, the kid's got some nice offensive he's moves. Been, he's he's been doing shot. this on offense and defense against everybody on that lineup. He's been doing it ever since the bubble in practice – against every scrimmage, against the starters, against every player on that team. If you listen and go and read all of the various things the players have said, from LeBron James on down to even Anthony Davis, this kid is going to be a star. I well, I hope so. We used to say the same thing about Kyle Kuzma. We had a whole year, two years straight of like Kyle Kuzma, the next big thing in the NBA. And if he and, thought well, he would have been. Well, I, 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 He's not. I, 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 he would have been, isn't even I, in the equation. He's not. Like, <laughs> you don't know I, yet. He's still I, only in his third year. Go ahead, Sean, and we're, then we're going to close up because I know it's really, really late for you. 
No, it's all right. It's all right, Gerald. I'm I'm good. I'm good. I don't have work today, so I'm good. It's not your birthday anymore. Isn't <laughs> it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not my oh. birthday. It's the nineteenth. Yes, it's his birthday oh. now. Tomorrow, your birthday. You have to be yeah, nice for to tomorrow for us, Tom. It's already today for him. <laughs> it's yeah. not no, tomorrow for too much longer. Go ahead. I was just, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I, I was sitting on my couch watching Brandon Jennings score fifty points in an NBA game. That actually happened. Right, and then four years later, he was playing in Italy. So right. <laughs> I mean, this this game comes at you quick. Let's let's give the kid his due. He's playing really well. I don't want to put pressure on him that that he doesn't deserve and is not warranted right now. I remember Dwayne Dwayne Bryan well, shooting three air balls. Dwayne Dedmans, who we talk about and, so glowingly. Three years later, he was a superstar. Dwayne Dedman, who we talked about so glowingly as far as wanting to put him on the team as far as a backup center, was a real hot property not too long ago, two seasons ago. He was a mm -hmm. starting center. He was doing really well, shooting well from the outside, goes ahead and gets traded to Sacramento, and it all falls apart to the point where he's not even in the league right now. He's trying to find his place back. So it can, it can happen. It can turn around on you in a heartbeat. But he is 20. I know there's a lot of development there, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. But let's go ahead and finish this on out for tonight. And I know we've got another major discussion, a.k.a. argument, coming up, I'm sure, on Sunday. That's ahead of us for sure. And I'll let you guys do a lot of that while I go ahead and, and have you know draft my winning team for the fantasy basketball team that hopefully everybody will join up on on the ESPN League. And for you, if you want information on that for Sunday, 4 p.m. PST, Pacific Standard Time, go ahead and sign up at Lakerholics.com. You'll see the actual article right there on how to connect to the ESPN Fantasy Basketball League for Lakers Fast Break. We hope you want to be part of it. It's absolutely free. Won't cost you a cent there. But let's go ahead and close this on out. Laker Tom, I know you got some more articles in the chamber, as my good friend Raphael would say. Tell us everybody out there, or tell everybody out there what you're working on at Lakerholics.com. Well, I just posted an article today about uh, how uh, Rob Palenka has um, – weaponized the Lakers offense and by the four players that he added, uh, meaning Marcus All, Trez, Harrell, um, Dennis Schroeder, and, uh, and Wesley Matthews. Between them, and the, if you take and compare them with the four guys he replaced, each, each one of those four guys he replaced, the Lakers added uh, 29 points and three, re and three assists per game. If you added that to the Lakers' last year performances, Instead of being the 11th ranked offense, they would have been number one in points and number one in assists. So I'm looking forward to seeing the Lakers really make up uh, their offense to be as strong as their championship defense. Um, and I think that's going to be one of the hallmarks of the team. And it's one of the main reasons that I disagree that the various people saying that the Lakers are going to struggle during the regular season. I think we're going to be dominating during the regular season. There are going to be a lot of blowouts. And I think the Lakers are going to finish first in the West. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the world champion Los Angeles Lakers? 
Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. I still think they're going to finish first in the West, but it all depends on how much LeBron and AD are going to be playing during the course of the season. Hope they stay healthy. But again, there's going to be some type of load management. I think even LeBron is going to start relenting just a little. I'm not saying he's going to sit out 15, 20 games. Just saying there's going to be some type of load management when it comes to LeBron this season, realizing there's going to be a lot of back-to-backs in situations where maybe it's not in his best interest. We only have five back-to-backs all year. Yeah, but there's still a lot of traveling involved as far as just a weird, quirky less schedule. Travel, less travel because we'll be playing two games everywhere we go. Yeah. January is when we're going to get killed because we got 14 game travel. That's what I mean. 14 away so, games in January. I, I, early on, I think you're going to see a little bit of a, a thing where maybe LeBron may sit out just an extra game or two here. But back the season, you know, he wants mm-hmm. to get prime. You know, yeah. he wants well, to go we ahead differ on that. Prime. We differ on that because I think we're so deep that, that, we can afford to rest LeBron and AD and still win a lot of games. I don't know if you can uh, rest them too much because of Western. I don't know how much you can rest AD. I don't know how much you can rest AD. Loaded this year. I don't know if you can rest them as much as you think they can. Well, he's only 26. He's not 35. So. Yeah. I think there's going to be more low low management for, uh, for LeBron. You'll see a little, little bit for AD. You'll see, honestly, you would have seen more if we had kept, you know, you'll see a lot for Gasol. Because I don't, I don't care what Gasol does in the regular season. I think that he's going to be uh, instrumental in the playoffs. I think yeah, I agree with that, Jamie. You I, need, I you need to keep, you need to keep him to battle Jokic and potentially Aldridge, guys like right. that, big guys who can move people around in the post. I'm sure yeah. they're going to have that conversation with Mark on what went wrong with Toronto and what they did wrong there, and understand with him and his body what can they do to make it right this time around and make him a little bit fresher going into there and get his mind centered a little bit better than what it was in the bubble last year because the bubble last season, it was absolutely horrible for him. So I'm sure the Lakers have taken note on exactly what steps they need to take to make sure Marcus Gasol has a better platform for success in the playoffs going forward. Uh, So Sean, I know you're working always on great things for Lakerholics.com. What you got for us, man at Lakerholics.com. Hey Gerald, I just dropped my uh, 2021 season preview um, at the nutshell version. Um, my six, my six RP teams in the East are the Bucks, the Nets, the Heat, the Sixers, the Celtics, and the Raptors. And in the West, Heat number the three. Sixer, yes, and mm. the six RP teams in the West are the Lakers, the Mavs, the Clippers, the Blazers, the Nuggets, and the Suns. Well, there you go. Uh, mm. There's uh, right there for you. If you want to check out my picks, taking the bubble out. team's real strong there, Sean. There you go. He's yeah, taking. Well, the I, I think Luca wins the MVP, and I think he ends up playing the Clippers in the playoffs and, and kicking their ass. Yes. Mm-hmm. I well, love there that. you go. Well, uh, I, I'd have to root for that for sure. Anything, anything for bad luck for the Clippers is good. I luck. love Luca. I want good Luca to be a Laker so bad. A bold prediction right there for you from yeah, Sean. I do Rice. agree with that too, Jamie. Uh, if you want to hear my picks, ourselves. 
If you want to hear my picks, they're going to be available on our episode 200, which we just dropped earlier this week for Lakers Fast Break. Myself and Rafael Barlow go over extensively the Eastern and Western Conference. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, 200 episodes in. Look for Lakers Fast Break episode 200. You can hear my extensive thoughts on that and also Rafael's as well. We go ahead and I'll go break out, break it down all the way to the finals. You'll hear our thoughts on the East, West, and all that. So you want to go ahead and check that out today. But Jamie, before we head on out, I know there's always five great things heading on over to Lakerholics.com. So let us know where the what's happening with the five great things for Lakerholics.com. Lakerholics.com. Cinco Magnifico. I might actually email that uh, to Laker Tom so we port the site over to our new location so that he can drop it when it's all settled. And, but that's that, so that I don't have to try to recreate my thoughts five days later because I don't. I'm pretty stream. I'm pretty stream of consciousness with my writing. Let's go ahead and just post it, Jamie, and I'll and and then I'll let you know. I'll let you know when the move happens and you can repost it. Muy fantastico. Um, I think you know the five great things. Number one is nobody got hurt in preseason. Uh, number two is THT did the best he possibly could have done with the opportunity provided. And, I, you know, up until tonight, I would say that Kyle Kuzma had a good showing as well. But that's, I guess, the, 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 the eternal quandary with Kuz is like, you know, show me a good game or two or even three and then two well, steps Booker, forward. Booker took, him to, Booker took him apart defensively, and I think that hurt his offense. Get used to Booker taking people apart defensively. But Booker can do that to you. <laughs> yeah. He's he – He's, he's one of those top five guards in the league. Haven't you heard? Top five guards. Top 15. Let's not go down that road again, but go ahead and finish up what you're saying on the five great things. I don't know. We could talk another hour about Book, can't we? I love I love different Booker, too. I would. I would Sean's going to be 40. Be put him on the Lakers, there. and I might call Sean, him top five. Sean's going to be 40. See, <laughs> that's, the, that's the criteria. That's the criteria. Oh, wait. He's the Lakers. Really oh, could be. What can I he's say? Like, he's like the MVP. He's the best player that's ever been, you know, born of, of Earth or, or space. Anyway. Well, uh, he was a superstar for me before he was for the league. I know, I'm, not, I know. I'm not ashamed of saying it. Me too. Me too. Me too. Uh, and I wanted Shaq to stay longer. Um, yeah, same here. Point being, again, nobody got hurt. So, like, it's a win. Preseason win. That's the, that's the big thing. Guys who we wanted to see do better or develop better, for the most part, did, you know. I would say the biggest disappointment for me of the uh, preseason was Schroeder. I feel like yeah. he really struggled to assimilate into what we do on both ends, and that's a little disconcerting. His handle uh, looked his handle looked like LeBron's tonight. Everything everything looked shaky. Not everything looked Chris. everything. Nothing looked like the guy who I saw ripping teams apart in OKC, and so that's yeah. a little that's a little disconcerting to me. Uh, you know. That would be my biggest, like, oh, man, uh, that didn't work out the way I kind of wanted it to be. But, again, not so concerned. It's preseason. It's going to be an interesting season regardless with nobody in the fan, nobody in the stands, but travel, you know. Back to back. We're going to see a lot of these two-game things, which is kind of interesting because you, be interesting. you get agree. to strategize a little more for each series rather than going in for winners. I agree. I agree. I think it's going to make coaching. It's going to put a little bit of onus on coaching that isn't yeah. always there. Um, It'll be good and, to see the adjustments in the second game. Agreed. Who wins that series? You know. It'll be interesting to see if Vogel even goes so far as to experiment with lineups like he did in the finals and the playoffs, where he like takes a guy out or all the all the way, or you know, completely reduces his role to. Uh, could be part of that whole load management, you know, deep roster thing. Could be different starting lineups and. A matchup lineups. I love the idea of switching matchup lineups. 
hundred percent. Well, it's like putting in a left-hander against the right-handed pitcher. You know, it's what you yeah, do. Exactly. You, you know, you, you just you, you make adjustments, and that's why I think you know we'll see, it'll be it'll, it'll be a very interesting year. And again, it'll be interesting to see like what sticks in the NBA uh, after this. I was glad to see the coaches challenge. We can talk more about some of this stuff on Sunday. We I guess it's an hour, and we should wrap it up. Absolutely. Uh, and and Sean Grice just had his 39th birthday. I just wanted to let you know he's taking in on 40. Oh man, we got we got we got to start playing some Huey Lewis to start some stuff. That little that little, little gray hair I see there, Sean. There you go, yeah, right there, there for you. Right there, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, aging all sucks, man. Aging sucks. That's all no, I've learned. You get oh, sexier. You get sexier. Yeah, right. Hey, hey, okay. You get you get balder. What you get? Before we head out, I I wanted to get a consensus from you guys over under games played before James Harden is traded to the Sixers. <laughs> Twenty. Twenty. I was. 20. 20, uh, under, 20. No more than no more. Wait, when the season starts, can they trade right away? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a moratorium. They can for him. But I that think, depends who they're trading him for because yeah. that's correct. Because they have to add who knows with this. Yeah, because he has an existing contract, he can be traded at yeah, any point. It time. might not be till the trade deadline up. simply because of the assets that they want to get back for him. I think it'll be interesting to see. I I would be surprised. He's another one where I kind of am like, he might just finish out the year as a rocket. Like he's the only one I haven't seen in a Laker uniform. We haven't photoshopped him yet, which tells you a lot about what the Laker <laughs> fans think about James Harden. <laughs> I think it's going to be the I trade deadline when Lakers when Laker fans don't photoshop you. Oh man, that gets a Whoa. slow clap, LT. That's a good one. That was a good one. Slow clap. So but I think it's a trade deadline as well. But I also think that Philadelphia, uh, it might probably bow out because the Houston Rockets want more than just Ben Simmons. They want Ben Simmons well, and a whole bunch else. Yeah, and that's posturing. But in the end, it's going to be either a straight-up deal like that with just some little filler. Uh, Daryl Morey had traded his firstborn son <laughs> to get James Harden into Philadelphia. Uh, I don't, I don't know. know. He just left, he just left James yeah. Harden in the Ducks. Yeah, trading an asset away like Ben Simmons, so young, so much, so many years younger, that might be something that you may not want to do without, unless you can't shoot. Does everything else, literally does everything else. Literally does everything else. Yeah, but Kuzma doesn't do Kuzma doesn't do anything nearly as well as Ben Simmons does. Yeah, let's not get started on that one. Not one thing. I mean, he actually shoots better than Ben does. And what and what has that gotten him? Well, we'll Nothing. see. <laughs> Nothing. Probably more money than any of us are going to make. That's well, sure. that's 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 true of all the NBA players, even JaVale McGee. Well, I'll tell you what, though, it's been a great game. Once again, if you remember way back when, when I said it already, it's 114 to 113 victory for the Lakers in exhibition <laughs> action, the final game of the exhibition season against the Phoenix Suns. Again, we want to go ahead and thank everybody for listening and watching. This is the Lakers Fast Break. Plus, also, please support lakerholics.com and head on over not just for the great articles but even more importantly the conversations in the comments they're so much better than the fantastic articles the articles are great the comments oh, that these guys hey. go ahead they're, they're even better hey, yeah i read the comments you know it's just like you know everybody says about all those magazines back in the day i just read it for the articles 
I just go to Lakerholics.com for the banter yeah. back and forth between Sean, Jamie, Laker, Tom. There's also so many other great people there. That who needs the articles? That's like I'm a Nintendo. Here. That's like a Nintendo Piranha low blow with like the bone to the really? ear. Man. Yeah, the in-depth oh, articles, man. the in-depth, all the words that you guys put in there, all the wordy, wordy, word. I'm in there for the insults, <laughs> the back and forth repartee that you guys have each and every time. That's I what I'm here for. The I put wordy words into my insults as well. We all know that. I mean, why are you here for the podcast? You're you're not here to hear my magical voice. You're here to hear us argue. You're here to listen to us argue. We call it debating. We call it debating, Gerald. Okay, yeah, I call it arguing in a very nice fashion. Husbands and wives argue. We debate. Yeah, spirit of me. Did you finish that glass? Did you finish that glass, Jamie? It's there. It's glass half empty. What did I tell you, man? What did I tell you? You know what? Life, the great thing about life is that when the glass empties itself, Uh, I'm just kidding. Lakerholics.com sells itself again. Uh, I'm just kidding, guys. Lakerholics.com, just tons of great articles and in depth reporting. These guys do a great job of breaking it down. But the comments, again, go for the comments. Go for the comments. Yes, just the witty repartee between these guys back and forth and also everyone that they communicate with. It's a great community is Lakerholics.com. Be part of it today. Lakerholics.com. Also remember our friends at Thrive Fantasy. Again, the code LFB, they'll match it dollar for dollar up to $50 with your first deposit of $20 or more. Please just download today on the app store or go to thrivefantasy.com. And enter the code LFB on your first deposit to play daily fantasy sports and player props right there at Thrive Fantasy. And don't forget, we're doing a free fantasy basketball league. We're doing that and going ahead and drafting on Sunday. For more information, head on over to Lakerholics.com. It'll go ahead and kick you over into the ESPN free fantasy basketball league that we'll do live on the air on Sunday, 4 p.m. Pacific time. So please look out for that as well. We do appreciate everybody watching and listening. All right, guys, you can go ahead. Last shots on the Lakers exhibition season before we head on out. Anyone can start. Undefeated LA Lakers, 4 0. Nobody got hurt. Yes. Sean? Healthy and hopefully going in strong. Mine is something different. Happy birthday, Sean. Wishing Aww. you all the best. See, that was the best one. There you go. All that right. Was that was the mushiest one. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I want to go ahead and thank so much everyone for listening and watching. This. The Brothers don't take hands. Brothers got a hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get away from me in the middle of a pandemic. But I will tell you what, it's so great to everyone to go ahead. Can we let him drink on the air? I don't know about that. Oh my gosh, it's late. It's late. Let's cut this out now. Thanks so much for everybody for watching and listening to us here. And we'll see you Sunday right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.